Here's Steph Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 94 of Curry in the Pot. Man, oh man, it's been a minute. It's been quite some time since I've said the words live from the 301, live from the pot. Live from the pot. Oh man, I'm so excited. I can't even get my words out. But it's been so long since I've said those words. But nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back. I'm back again with another episode. Had to take a little hiatus, a little break. Uh, it's been a lot going on in the world of sports. It's been a lot going on in my life personally. But I am back. And uh, it's been times where I wanted to do an episode. I kind of felt the itch to do one. But I just said, nah, you know, like I want to give you guys the best content possible. I want to deliver you guys bangers. And that's what I'm here to do today. So happy Labor Day weekend to everybody that's tuning in. Uh, I just want to say I appreciate everybody for rocking with me because I've still been getting plays. I've been checking. I've been checking. I've been keeping tabs, and I've been active on social media. But I appreciate everybody for the continued love and support. But uh, what's been going on with me lately is I've been watching a lot of baseball. I've been watching tons of baseball. You know, baseball comes on Sunday night, Monday night, and uh, like Wednesday night too. So I've been watching a lot of baseball. And, uh, you know, baseball season is winding down. As you all know, the playoffs begin in October. And I've also been watching a lot of WNBA. I've had the great pleasure to go to a WNBA game the other day. I went to the Mystics and Sparks game. It was a blowout, but I was there to check out the environment. I was there to check out the Mystics Arena because this is their first time having their very own arena. And it's nice. It's nice. It was a nice turnout. And uh, the Mystics are one of the best teams in the WNBA. And I encourage everybody that's a part of my audience to check out the WNBA. Some good competition, pretty good league. It really is, man. Mystics, Aces, Sparks, uh, the Mercury, uh, the Chicago Sky have been a pleasant surprise this season. I've really been tuned into the WNBA lately. But I know that's not why you guys are here. That's not why you click the title. That's not why you guys press play. I'm here to talk about the NFL. I'm here to talk about football, not college football. College football is back. That is very great. But I'm here for the 2019 NFL season preview. And I am not alone. I am with my brother, the co-producer. I'm going to keep saying this. I'm going to keep telling y'all this. But without this man right here, Curry in the Pot does not even exist. It it doesn't. I'm being honest. I'm being, I'm being very honest. When I first started the podcast, he was one of the first people I went to. And he said, bro, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. You know, I'm going to support you no matter what. And, you know, he is the co-producer. Like I said, he does a lot of things behind the scenes that y'all don't even know about. Y'all don't know. But I want to welcome back my brother, Mr. B. Jones. B. Jones, what it do? Man, what's good, Mike? I'm honored to be back in this thing. Always blessed to be in the pot. Um, Happy to be doing this NFL preview with you. Uh, the people don't know, this is about like the fifth or sixth time we tried to get this joint done. Um, it's Saturday right now, the 31st. We tried a few times last night. We we put down about an hour, and it the quality just wasn't up to par. And I'm like, Mike came to me. He was like, man, we got to redo it. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Like, we're not going to put out any subpar content. But um, For sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm ready to get into it. All right, bro. So without further ado, let's hop into it, man. We're going to start. Actually, before we start, I want to talk about Andrew Luck. And I want to talk about his abrupt retirement last weekend. And uh, it sent shockwaves around the league, around the world. And I just wanted to talk real quick about Andrew Luck. You know, it's very unfortunate and it's sad that, you know, he had to step away from the game. He wanted to protect his mental and physical health. And he said in his press conference that, you know, every year for the last four or five years, he's been rehabbing and rehabbing. And he, it robbed him of his joy for the game. And, you know, it's pretty sad. And I want to talk real quick about the Colts, how early on when Andrew Luck first came into the league, they they failed to put an offensive line around them. Now, this past year, they had a very improved offensive line. They drafted Quentin Nelson. They've been investing into the offensive line the last couple of years. But when Andrew Luck first came into the league, they were just trying to get weapons. And they were just trying to duplicate, you know, the Peyton Manning, Marvin Harrison, uh, Reggie Wayne show, and Dallas Clark show. They were trying to, you know, replicate that. But that's not how you build a team. It wasn't. It just wasn't organic. And you need an offensive line. You need some guys to protect Andrew Luck. Who got beaten up, you know, throughout his career, his short career, retiring at the age of 29. But B. Jones, I wanted to get your thoughts real quick about Andrew Luck retiring. Yeah, man, it shocked me. It shocked me. I didn't expect it uh, coming. I was just on Twitter, just opened up my app, and I saw uh, a tweet from Adam Schefter, like like 30, sec- 30 seconds after he posted it, that said Andrew Luck retired. And I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, did he really just retire? That's crazy. I didn't expect that at all. But um, I can see why he did it. I mean, like, when he first came in the league, he took a beating, like you said. Uh, they didn't have an offensive line to this past year. So he took a, a real beating this the uh, first few seasons when he was in the league. He was dropping back, like, 40 to 50 times a game. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you got you got to do what's – at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for yourself. Um, I see – you know, every time a situation like this comes up, it's like, oh, he, he did it at the wrong time. You know, you got to honor your contract. But – Man, we, we already know what that's all about. We don't have to get into that. Uh, at the end of the day, if you play the game, you're a human being. You got to do what's best for yourself and your family. So I respect this decision. Most deaf, most deaf. So uh, let's just hop into this preview. I want to start with the AFC. And uh, I'm doing it in north, south, east, and west. So we're going to start with the AFC North. And this is a... A division that was won last year by the Baltimore Ravens at ten and six. The Steelers were nine six and one. The Browns were seven eight and one. And you know, bringing up the real was the Cincinnati Bengals at six and ten. Um, this year I think is going to be a gauntlet. I think it's going to be tough uh, because you have you know three good teams and the Browns who have been getting a lot of noise, a lot of publicity. Uh, I think they have like the fourth best betting odds to win the Super Bowl. Obviously, they acquired Odell Beckham Jr. Um, they also got Kareem Hunt, who will come back after suspension. Olivier Vernon. Uh, they have, you know, a good team that is coming back off a seven, eight, and one year. You know, Baker Mayfield didn't get in there until like the first couple of weeks last year, and they kind of took off. But you know, we got the Browns, who slated to be a good team. The Ravens, who won a division last year, obviously having a case. Uh, they acquired Earl Thomas over uh, um, at the offseason. They did lose C.J. Mosley. They did release Eric Weddle, uh, Terrell Suggs. They also released. But, you know, they won a division last year, and they have uh, some talent that's still there on the roster. So they have a case. 
Um, you also have the Pittsburgh Steelers, who I think will win the division. Uh, it's been a quiet offseason for them. Uh, Antonio Brown was traded. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is now a member of the New York Jets. James Conner had a breakout season last year, tremendous season last year. Juju Smith-Schuster, he will be entering his first year as a number one wide receiver. Um... And then you got, like the Browns I just mentioned, and the Bengals bringing up the rear. But I like, I'm going back and forth between the Steelers and the Browns. I really am. Um, I just think the Steelers, this has been like a year where they haven't had any distractions. It's always been a year. We know Antonio Brown can be a diva. We know Le'Veon Bell can be a bit of a diva in his own right. But I feel like the Steelers... Are just going to conduct and take care of business. But I do like the Browns. I love Odell. As you all know. To listen to Curry in the pot. I love Odell. And there's going to be opposite of Jarvis Landry. They have David Njoku. Who was a young tight end. That's pretty good. Baker Mayfield in his second year. Uh, what might we see from him? Ah. And they got Denzel Ward. Who had an impressive rookie year. And they got my boy Greedy Williams. As y'all know. I love Greedy Williams. They drafted him. I'm curious to see what the Browns are going to do. But I got to roll with the Steelers to win this division. Um, off the bat. Uh, I got the Bengals bringing up the rear. I got them going like 4-12. and 12, uh, But I could see the Steelers going like 10-6 and 6 and winning the division. Uh, so B. Jones. What you got for me? Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I think I'm, a, I'm, I'm skeptical of the Browns. Like they have a lot of talent on paper. But um, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna gel. I mean, we've seen teams with a lot of talent before, uh, just collect a lot, of, accumulate a lot of talent, and then not produce on the field. But I think the mixture of talent they have, like it's a good amount of like veterans and young players, and I think they're hungry. So I, I'm gonna buy into the Browns hype. I can see them going. I don't. I don't think they're gonna go like 11 and 5, 12 and 4, something like that. But I think they'll be uh, 10 and 6. A lot of talent across the board, offense and defense. Uh, got the big names we know: uh, Jarvis Landry, Odell, um, Nick Chubb, Baker Mayfield on the offense, David Njoku, like you said, and then we got Kareem Hunt coming back. So I think that offense will be able to put up points. The defense, um, while the numbers weren't that great last year overall. They show flashes, Denzel Ward and um, Miles Garrett. So I think I think the defense will be improved. We could see them like ranked somewhere like in the ten to fifteen ranks in the defense. I don't I don't know if they'll necessarily be a top five defense, but they'll be um, they'll be a tough out. So yeah, I can see them going around ten and six um, for the second place in this in this division. I, I, I I've been going back and forth between the Steelers and the uh, Ravens. But I think I'm gonna go with the Steelers. I just think that. Um, Lamar Jackson in this in the second year that he's going to have to uh, the defensive the defensive has seen what he could do last year so I think he's going to have a little mm. bit of growing pain little growing pains in this year just going to have to adjust his game to the way that the uh, other teams adjusted to him and as well as the Steelers I I, um, I think Ben I've been saying like it's Big Ben's last year for the past three years but I think he's gonna, <laughs> I think I, I think he I think he's going to put like one one more like like tough year together and I think that'll be this year I think he's gonna be hungry to prove himself without Le'Veon Bell and A.B. people some people you got some people are saying that A.B. and Le'Veon Bell uh, made him and mm-hmm. then you got some people saying he made them so I, I think he'll put together a solid year Juju Smith uh, James Washington and then they got a, a solid court running backs so I think I can see them I can see them going 10-6 as well them and, Brown, and the Browns tied for the top of the division 
I got the Ravens finishing at eight and eight. That they lost a few key pieces on defense, but they added some as well. Picked up Earl Thomas. Um, they picked up Mark Ingram to solidify that run game. But like I said, I think it's just going to be a few growing pains for Lamar Jackson. I think they're going to be a competitive ball club. I see them like losing a, a few like toss up games, one possession games. I got them going eight and eight. Bengals. I'm not gonna spend too much time on them. I think they'll think they'll be in the top top ten picks. Um, AJ Green's not even gonna be healthy to start the year. Um, bad Dalton, news. Bad news Andy, for them. Andy Dalton, we know what he is. Joe Mixon's a baller, but I mean, Joe Mixon is my dog, man. That's my dog they, right there. I had him in they, fantasy they, last year. He was a beast. Yeah, yeah. and their defense is it's like a question mark as well. So I think I think they're gonna be pretty bad five and eleven. Yeah. Besides Geno Atkins, I don't trust that unit at all. For uh, sure. But moving right along, we're going to go to the AFC South. And we were just talking about this off air. But I want to start with you. I want to start with you on the AFC South, man. What you thinking? Okay, yeah. So, like, yesterday, we, uh, I think we both said that we had the Jags winning this division. But uh-huh. with, the trade, with the trade that the Texans just made, they, uh, I mean, honestly, they didn't get much for Clowney. They just got, like, a third and two, two linebackers that aren't even, like, top tier. So, that, that was a little head-scratcher. And then, they, but they did... Because when they uh, made the clowning trade, I'm like, they needed, like, an offensive lineman and a receiver, and they didn't pick that up. Yeah, I thought trade. they were going to get a haul back for, from, for right. clowning. Right. But, I mean, if you look at it, Seattle doesn't really have any receivers to give up. You know, yeah. the line has been a question mark for the past few years. But it, it kind of that trade kind of made more sense. I, I still think they should have got more for clowning, but that trade more got made more sense since they picked up Tunsil and Kenny Stills. I think that's uh, – Kenny Stills, I think that's great insurance – for uh, if Will Fuller goes down again because mm-hmm. he, he he tends to ball out and then somehow uh, picks up a major injury, so that'll be a good uh, second option to DeAndre Hopkins. Yo, not to cut you off, but I think the Texans kinda kinda have a sneaky receiving core. You got Nuke like you just mentioned, Kenny mm-hmm. Stills now, Will Fuller, and Kuti had a good year last year too. Yeah. So the they only, they kind of got a sneaky receiving core. Yeah, the only thing is Fuller and Kuti they always get hurt. Mm-hmm. So. If they but can stay they, healthy, though, man. Whew. Yeah, that's pretty spooky. Uh, the one game is kind of a question mark. They picked up Carlos Hyde, and they have Duke Johnson. but So, Carlos Hyde has been pretty underachieving the past few years. But I can see the team going 10-6. Uh, pass rush might be a question mark because um, uh, they have J.J. Watt, but they don't have clowning on that other side anymore. So, it's going to be interesting to see what that defense does. But I think they have enough firepower on paper. I can see them winning the division at ten and six. The Jags, I think they're going to be around. I think I can see them nine and seven, eight and eight, something like that. I just don't trust the offense. Um, for the past few years, Leonard Fournette has been like the bell bell cow that offense, and then he had a down year last year. Mm-hmm. And, and he missed some time, missed a little yeah, bit of time. Really, they don't really have like a go to number one receiver, and we don't know if we're going to get the St. Louis Rams Nick Foles or the Eagles Nick Foles. So, I just have a, quite, a huge question mark on their offense to really trust them. The defense, I think, is going to be back to form. I mean, they weren't terrible last year, but they were on the field a lot because the offense was so bad. But I think uh, that pickup of uh, Josh Allen, I think that's going to help them. Like, I think that defense is going to be really good. I think they're going to be a tough ball club, but around 8-8, eight and 9-7, eight, and seven, probably not make the playoffs. The Colts, I got them in third place. Um, even with the Andrew Luck retirement, jo- Jacoby Brissett has already shown that he could play as a starter in this league, and they have enough pieces around him on offense as well as the defense for the Colts is pretty solid. So I think I think they I think they're going to be a solid team. I'll probably say eight and eight, maybe seven and nine. 
Um, but I think they're going to be a tough ball club. I don't think they're going to be a pushover in the Titans. I'm just, I'm just not a believer in the Titans. I don't trust Mariota. Like his health, he tends to get hurt, and even when he's playing, like he's probably not going to be 100. percent Like, I, and I don't, I just don't trust him as a player. So I can see them probably going like six and ten. Okay, for sure. Um, on this division, I'm right there with you. Um. You know, we, as last night when we were talking and we were recording 94, I we were saying, like, man, this division is wide open. And I still think it is to an extent, but I believe the Texans um, separated themselves a little bit with the with these acquisitions. Um, I think they will win the division, but the Jags aren't too far behind. And like you said, the Colts, even though Andrew Luck retired, they based, I mean, they went from a playoff team to a team that, that can still compete. To a team that's still competitive with weapons, uh, and, and they still have a good defense, and uh, you know Frank Wright is a, I think he's a good coach. Uh, we saw when the Colts had that slow start that last year, they started surging. But Jacoby Brissett is a proven, I think he's proven. Uh, you know he won a game with New England, but he's been in the Colts system for a while. He's been on the Colts for a minute, and you know he gets to show. You know what he can really do for a full season. He can show it. He showed it a couple of years ago, but he can he gets the, he gets another opportunity to show it. So I don't I don't think he's bad. Um. So I got the Colts probably third place, and the Titans, like you said, it's question marks. Um. I like some of the talent on their roster, but it's just like it's like they never really put it together. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like they get Malcolm Butler, they get um Deion Lewis. And I was like, I'm waiting for them to put it together. And I believe somebody retired. I think Derek Morgan or somebody, the middle linebacker, retired over the offseason. But um, yeah, I think it was him. And um, I'm just wondering, man. I just, I just don't know about the Titans. But I do think ultimately at the end of the day, I want the people to know that I think the Texans are going to win the division. So if I'm wrong, call me out. If I'm right, praise me. But I got the Texans winning this division. Moving right along. I want to go to the AFC East, and I'm pretty sure me and you have a consensus on this. I'm pretty sure me and everybody that's walking the, the Earth's surface has a consensus on this. Unless you're a Dolphins, Bills, or Jets fan, the New England Patriots are going to win a division once again. Uh, last year, they won it at 11-5. The Dolphins were in second place at 7-9. and nine. The Bills were 6-10, and 10 and the Jets were 4-12. and 12. I'm going New England to win a division again. I will just give them... The benefit of the doubt at eleven and five once again. Um, yeah, I just gotta go with them. Second place. I like the Jets. I like the moves that they made this offseason. Uh drafting Quentin Williams, signing CJ Mosley. Um, Leonard Williams instead of Jamal Adams was a pro bowler last year on the offensive side of the ball. You get arguably a top three back. Uh, a guy who was considered the best back in the NFL a couple of years ago, Le'Veon Bell, uh, Jameson Crowder, a nice little slot receiver. Robbie Anderson is still there. I like the Jets to be improved. Um, they won four games last year. I expect them to win at least seven or eight. Uh, so I can see that. Uh, Bills, I can see the Bills also being seven and nine, eight and eight, too. I like their defense. Um, but I'm curious to see how Josh Allen is going to perform. Um, they cut LaShawn McCoy earlier, so, um, what's my guy named, the running back they just picked up, uh, Devin Singletary, uh, he's probably gonna be the lead back, I like him, I'm high on him, but I just gotta see it, honestly, the defense is good, though, um, so they should be a tough out for anybody that they play, 
Uh, we saw them bust the Vikings last year, so they should be tough. And I think the Dolphins are going to be bad. They're going to be awful. Um, they traded Laramie Tunsil. They traded Kenny Stills. Um, on the offense, I don't even know who they have besides Kenyon Drake, uh, Ryan, who's hurt. Who's hurt? Albert Wilson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kenyon Drake, who's hurt. Albert Wilson, Devontae Parker, who um, never really... Never really um, lived up to its potential, I guess you could say. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick is the QB. On the defense, I can't name too many players besides Xavier Howard and Rashad Jones off the top of my head. Um, so I think they're going to be bad. I think they're going to be 4-12 and at very best. Uh, B. Jones, what you got? Okay, yeah. So I think the Patriots are going to be 12-4. and uh, 12-4. Like we discussed a few days ago uh, via text, uh, we said this is probably going to be one of Tom Brady's strongest receiver cores. Even though they cut Demarius Thomas, we have fired different men at the time, but they still have uh, Nikhil Harry, Julian Edelman, who's been reliable for them. They have um, Jacoby Myers, an undrafted rookie that's been balling out for them. And then if Josh Gordon can stay eligible to play, like that's a spooky receiver core. Then they got Sony Michelle, James White at the running backs. Um, so I think, I think this is going to be one of the best – supporting cast Tom Brady's ever had ever probably since that Randy Ball season so this will be the probably the best or the second best um the only question mark for them really is um can Tom Brady will he uh, be father time and uh be declining in age because he's over 40 years old now we saw we saw Peyton Manning he was he was good the uh, year before they won the Super Bowl. Then they get they won the Super Bowl. He just his play dropped off the cliff, but the defense was strong enough to win him to the Super Bowl. So you got to pay attention to how Tom Brady um, how he fares through the season if he declines or not. And then the defense is good as well. So yeah, I think they'll be good enough to be twelve or four. Second place, I'm actually go to Bills. Um, I, I, I've kind of bought into them over the past month. Uh, the defense was very good last year. Um, they, they always play tough on defense, and they picked up Ed Oliver. This is a team that we expected to go probably about 3-13, 4-12 last year, but they came out the gate pretty strong. They kind of tailed off towards the end of the season, but I know one game that stood out that you mentioned was that game against the Vikings where they came out and just like they smacked, smacked them from them. start to finish. Yeah, from start to finish. So I think I think, I think they're going to be a tough out. I could see them sneaking up to 9-7, maybe 8-8. Eight eight. I'm not the highest on Josh Allen, but I think with that core of running backs, they have Devin Singletary, Frank Gore, and then also TJ Yeldon. And I think the additions of Cole Beasley and John Brown will they kind of fit the style of receiver that Josh Allen needs, like a guy uh, like Cole Beasley that runs the underneath routes and then a the guy uh, like John Brown that the speed guy over the top guy so I think that complements the way Josh Allen plays and he's able to make uh, a few plays with his legs so I think there'll be a tough out 97-8-8 I think the Jets I think they have some talent on paper but I don't think I don't think it really meshes well and I don't think they have that great of a coaching staff to really take the next step that they have uh, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell and, and um Le'Veon Bell and uh, Sam Darnold, I think I think they'll be able to do some things on offense, but I just don't really trust like the cohesiveness of their talent and the coaching staff. I think they'll be about seven and nine. Dolphins, I'm not gonna spend too much time on them. I think they'll be three and thirteen. I think they're in tank mode. All right, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I want to move on to the AFC West, and uh, this was a division last year that produced two twelve and four teams. Think it's gonna be a little different this year. 
But uh, the Chiefs were 12 and 4. The Chargers were 12 and 4 a year ago. Broncos 6 and 10, and the Raiders were 4 and 12. Um, this year I'm going with the same result as last year. I got the Kansas City Chiefs winning the division. Uh, this is a team that always starts off hot to begin the season. Um, Andy Reid, his teams usually start off hot, um, but there's some stuff going on within the division that I. I it's impossible for me to, to not see them win the division unless, you know, something unforeseen happens, like injuries to, like, you know, star players. Um, but I got the Chiefs winning the division. Um, they were 12-4 last year. I got them going, like, 11-5. Um, the Chargers, I got, um, I got, um, I probably got them in second place. Um, but I don't... But I don't know if they will make the playoffs. Um, they are shopping Melvin Gordon. Um, I just don't know. I just don't know. And they did lose Derwin James. So he's going to be out for some time. So I just, I don't know. And, um, you know, I probably got the, I don't know, maybe the, I don't know. Raiders or Broncos, I don't know uh, who's going to finish third. Uh, the Broncos have Joe Flacco starting. They do have a good defense, but Joe Flacco is their QB. And um, the Raiders, I think they'll be fun. Nice hard knocks team. Uh, you know, some some big personalities, some characters. Uh, as we see on hard knocks, Jonathan Abram, Antonio Brown, obviously. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I got the Chiefs making the playoffs for sure. I don't know about the Chargers. They may take a step back. I mean, you were talking about this last night. Um but uh, the Chiefs are definitely a lock to win this division. I, I don't see how they don't win it unless something unforeseen happens. So, uh, what you got? Yeah, I'm right with you. I think the uh, Chiefs will win this division. Uh, pretty much bringing back the same weapons on offense that they have for the second half of the year. And then they're adding uh, Nicole Hartman from Georgia, who's looked pretty promising in the preseason. So, I'm interested to see how he fits in, in their offense. I think... Um, I think Patrick Mahomes will have a slight regression, but a regression for him will probably be like 43 touchdowns, 15 picks. I think I think uh, teams will study his tendencies a little bit more, so he'll throw a few more picks, but I think he'll continue to be a, explosive. I think he'll still have 43 to 45 touchdowns. A few question marks on the defense, um, just the consistency on the defense. They did pick up Frank Clark and Tyran Matthew, but they like the defense overall was a problem, so I don't know. If those yeah. two pieces, I don't know if those two pieces alone can really shift the tempo of the defense, but that'll be interesting to see. But it won't really matter until like late in the season because that offense will be putting up a ton of points. The Chargers, um, I think. So yeah, for the Chiefs, I got them eleven to five. The Chargers, I think they'll be about nine and seven, maybe miss the playoffs. The, but before the before last year, the Chargers have they had had talented teams, but they. Like, the injuries would get them where they would just be unlucky in close games, and I, I could kind of see that happening this year. It's kind of already started. You got Melvin Gordon holding out. We don't know when he's going to come back. And they might trade him. him. Uh, they've yeah. been, they've, they've said they will, you know, try to find a trade partner for him. Oh, really? I didn't even see that. Yeah, I saw that earlier. Uh, Rappaport okay. reported it. Okay, yeah, so that's interesting. And then they got Derwin James out. He's kind of like the, like the heart and soul of that defense. Kind of. So I, I think they'll take a, a slight step back this year, around 9 and 7, and still be a competitive ball club. The Raiders, I think they'll be exciting to watch, you know, because they have the personalities, like you said. But I don't think they'll necessarily be like a contending or a playoff type team. I think yeah, absolutely be around, not. 
I think they'll be around seven and nine. As far as the Broncos, I, I don't really think they solved their issue. The issue for the past year has been the quarterback. They've had a talented defense that's able to keep them in games, but I don't think Joe Flacco is the answer to that. For the past few years, they've had different dudes like Trevor Simeon and Paxton Lynch, and I, I don't I don't really think Joe Flacco is a, a great. I mean, he's he's won the Super Bowl, but. He's, he, he hasn't shown the ability to be consistent, so I think I think they'll be around five and eleven. I don't think they'll be that great of a team. I could definitely see that. I'm right there with you. So let's move on. Uh, let's move on to the opposite conference, and let's move on to the NFC. And uh, you know, as we started in you know order last last uh conference, north, south, east, and west, east and west. Uh, let's start with the NFC North, and this year, um. I got questions surrounding every team in this division, but I'm just going to say everything goes according to plan. The way I see it, I'm going to say the Packers win the division uh, at about 11-5, 10-6. I'm going to say they have a bounce-back year. I love the improvements on the defensive side of the ball, drafting Darnell Savage, uh, drafting Rayshon Gary, also getting Adrian Amos, and they got Preston Smith and I believe Zadarius Smith too. So, they made some strides on defense to acquire talent because that was always a problem for them. Like, they would have the offense. Aaron Rodgers would will them to victory, but the defense was always suspect. And I like what they did on defense. I like the piece they acquired. And, you know, even the previous year they drafted Jair Alexander, a cornerback I'm pretty high on. Uh, so, I do like the Packers. Um, I'm a little concerned about the offense. Matt LaFleur is entering his first year as head coach, but he is a good offensive mind. And a lot of people don't even know this. Matt LaFleur was with the Redskins when they had RG3. Uh, I do like him. Uh, hopefully, him and Aaron Rodgers get along. And if they do, I think the Packers will win his division uh, pretty, uh, I won't say easily, but I definitely think they'll win a division, uh, like 11-5. Uh, second place... I've been going back and forth between the Vikings and the Bears. I do think the Bears will take a step back. They won this division last year at 12-4. and uh, They kind of took the NFL. They at least took the NFC by storm in the regular season outside of the Rams and the Saints. But they were a really, you know, huge surprise team winning 12-4. and I'm pretty sure nobody predicted that. No one. No one saw that coming. I mean, yeah, we knew they acquired Khalil Mack. But 12-4? and that, that was absurd for them, and they definitely overachieved last year in Matt Nagy's first year as head coach. But I think they're going to take a step back, and I, I want to say they take a step back because Mitch Trubisky is their quarterback. And also, since they were 12-4, and 4, they're going to have a first-place schedule. So they will see teams like the Saints, the Cowboys, and the Rams. And not to mention, they're going to play the teams in their division twice a year. Yeah, I'm t- not really talking about the Lions, but... You know, they struggled to beat the Lions last year on Thanksgiving, if y'all remember that. They did. Eddie Jackson had a game-winning touchdown. But I think the Bears are going to take a step back. Um, Vikings, they're going to be good. But um, my question mark about them is their quarterback, uh, Captain Kirk Cousins. Uh, it depends on what Kirk Cousins we see. We could easily see the Kirk Cousins uh, with tw- from 2016 where he had Pierre Garçon and Deshaun Jackson and a healthy Jordan Reed. and Or we could see the Kirk Cousins that chokes consistently. So I don't know about that. I mean, they were 8-7-1, so I could easily see them being 9-7 and seven at least at worst. But, uh, you know, I feel like it all you know depends on Kirk Cousins and what he brings. 
and then the Lions, uh, they're they're not gonna be good. Um, I think Carryon Johnson will have a good year, um, but the Lions just aren't gonna be good. Uh, they haven't solved their issues. Um, they have a lot of work to do to catch up to the rest of this division. So I got them last place for obvious reasons. Uh, so B Jones, what about you? Yep, uh, I think I think I'm right there with you. I think uh, I think the Packers are going to win this division. Uh, the question marks for the Packers for the past two years that have kind of messed up their season has been the uh, bad defense and the health of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I can't predict if Aaron Rodgers will be healthy or not, but I just assume that I'm just assume that he will just for the prediction's sake. So if he's healthy and plus the additions that they made to the defense that they named got younger, got a little more athletic, got a little more speed, got a little more modern. I think they have the tools to be probably a 10 and 16, maybe 11 and 5 team. So I'm looking forward to seeing them. Also, uh, seeing Aaron Rodgers with a, a new a new coach and a new offensive system. Uh, they they got a young, talented back in Eric Jones, but it seems at times last year he would get going and then they would just not factor him into the game plan so I expect to see a lot more of him this year kind of take a little bit of pressure off of Aaron Rodgers so yeah I see them around 10 and 6 11 and 5 um, I got the Vikings in second place maybe around 9 and 7 like you said the question here is Kirk Cousins as well as the health of Dalvin Cook if he can mm-hmm. Dalvin he can, Cook too yep if, if he can prove as an asset in the run game that'll kind of open up the play action game to get for uh, Kirk Cousins so so uh, teams are just not focusing on uh, Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. They also picked up the uh, young tight end from Alabama, Irv Smith. Oh, so yeah, they did. It'll be, inter- it'll be interesting. Him, yeah, they got him, and they still got Kyle Rudolph, too. So that's a nice yeah. little tandem at tight end. They got a nice receiving yeah. core, man. Yeah, they got even the better. Are there. The weapons are there. It's just like, can't Kirk put it together? Mm-hmm. But um, I think I think... I think he'll be he'll he'll do all right. I don't think he'll do outstanding. Um, yeah, this is his second year in the system too, so he yeah. might be better. But I think it's a new offensive coordinator. Yeah, it, it is because they uh yeah. let go of DiFilippo. He's with the Jags now. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, I think I think they'll be around a nine seven competitive team. They got their competitive defense. I think uh, third place. I think Bears will take a step back just because you know they're not going to catch anybody off guard this year as long mm-hmm. as well as playing their first place schedule. Um, and Mitch, Mitch Trubisky, he's not really a, a take-over-the-game kind of guy. He's like, uh, take the defense defense puts them in good positions and he makes the necessary plays. He's not necessarily a gunslinger, a guy that's going to come out, though, for 350 or 400 yards, like, off the, out the gate, you know what I mean? It's kind of inconsistent, so I think they'll take a step back. He might, he might become the next Joe Flacco. Maybe. So, like, yeah, he's, like I was saying yesterday, he's kind of cut from like the Dak mode. Uh-huh. Like he can get, he can kind of get in the zone. Like if the defense is playing well, if the running game is going well, like if everything is working well, you know what I'm saying? He's not gonna make something out of nothing. But um, yeah, so I think they'll be around seven and nine. The Lions, I think they're gonna be a bad ball club. I think they'll be around six and ten. They're just, I mean, they got Matthew Stafford, but I mean, they don't really have a running game. I mean, they got Carryon Johnson. He was pretty good last year, but. Receiver, receivers are a question mark, and then the defense is a question mark as well. So I think they'll be about six and ten. Okay, most deaf. Um, I'm trying to figure out what uh, division the Bears play. This in the AFC, real quick. I'm trying to figure out who it is, um, because they could be in for a tough year. 
Well, the NFC, no, I'm trying to figure out who they play outside of the conference. Um, oh, they play AFC think- West? Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, that should be interesting. Ooh, they play AFC West and, and NFC East. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think the Bears definitely gonna take a step back, man. Uh, but let's move on to the NFC South. I just brought them up. Um, last year the Saints took this division by storm at thirteen and three. Uh, second place, well, tied for second was the Falcons and the Panthers, both with seven and nine records. And bringing up the rear was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I'm gonna start with you, B. Jones. Okay, yeah, so. We uh, we've gone on record that this is a pretty tough division. Usually, it's the aside from the last year, the the Saints kind of ran away from it. But usually, we see the Saints, Panthers, and the Falcons kind of duking it out for uh, the top spot of this division. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go Falcons this year, just because last year they kind of caught the injury bug and they really didn't recover early. So if they can stay healthy, we we know they have the weapons on offense, but they also have some young pieces on defense. Uh, like Keanu Neal, DeMonte Kazee, um, and then they got a few pieces on their front seven. Grady Jarrett, who whom they just resigned. So I, I think I think we could I could think I could see them winning the division at about eleven and five, maybe ten and six. I think yeah, I think they'll bounce back this year from last year. Um, the Saints, I think they're still gonna I think they'll still be a, a tough ball club because they have the defense. I am kind of worried about Drew Brees kind of tailed off towards the end of last year. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how he looks this year because they didn't really help out the receiving core. You know, last year they were their uh, top two receivers were Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, so they didn't really help their problem. So it'll be interesting to see how they figure that out. I think they'll still be a tough uh, team. I got them going about 10-6. and six. The Panthers, uh, I just kind of have, like, a few questions about them. I just don't trust them. I mean, Cam Newton's already hurt. But if he's on, they might be able to make a run. But I'm going to just predict them at 8-8 eight and eight right now just for the simple fact that he's he's currently not healthy. I mean, they did make a few pickups on the defense to help out that pass rush. Uh, Ryan Burns, um, Bruce Irvin, and uh, Joe McCoy. And uh, the, the tough Panthers team that we've seen in the past years is are when when they have a tough defense. So, but just like I said, I don't, I don't know about the healthy Cam Newton or if he'll be able to hold up for the full season like we saw last year. So I'm gonna predict them to go around eight and eight. The Bucks, I don't, I don't think I think they'll be a decent team just because I trust I, I trust Bruce Arians as the coach. The record won't be good, but I think they'll be competitive, and I think that we'll see um, probably the best version of Jameis that we've seen thus far. Um, probably cut those pick numbers down. Touchdowns might go up a little bit. I think their offense will be tough. I don't think their defense. The defense will still be a problem, and they don't really have a run game. And JPP is going to miss time too. I know you saw yeah. that yesterday. Yep, yeah, I saw that. So I think they'll be around six and ten. All right, I can see that. Um, I agree with you. I'm with the Falcons. Uh, I think got the Falcons winning division. Um, partially because they have 13 games indoors. That is a lot of games indoors. The only games they play outdoors is at Carolina, at Tampa Bay, and it's it's one more game I can't think of off the top of my head. But when I see indoors, it benefits you know a QB like Matt Ryan, and it benefits 
that offense, you know, because they're playing indoors. They 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 their home their home building their dome is uh, you know they're playing indoors at home. So you know to travel and play indoors that benefits them. I think. Um, so I think I can see the Falcons winning, and they're healthy too. Keanu Neal's coming back. Uh, Devontae Freeman is also coming back. Uh, so health wise, you know, they should be good. And um. Yeah, I could see the Falcons winning the division. I could see the Saints second place, but I could also see the Saints. I could also see the Saints winning the division, but at worst, a wild card uh, playoff team. So I like the Saints too. Uh, you know, they still got that defense. Drew Brees is getting up there in age, so I'm a little, I'm a little concerned. But um, I still think the Saints will still be good. Um, and then third place, I will say the Panthers. Uh, Cam Newton's health is, is a concern for me, but um, I I still think the Panthers will still be they'll still be relevant. Cause remember they were pretty good until after Thanksgiving. They only won one game after Thanksgiving last year, but they had a good start last season. And then the Buccaneers, I got them in last place. They were five and eleven a year ago. I can see them going five and eleven again. So that's where I'm at on the NFC South. Uh, moving right along, the NFC East. Um, this division is always so always a lot of talk, you know, especially in the area we live in, the DMV. Uh, you know, you got the Redskins, but you also have uh, an enormous amount of Cowboys fans in this area. Uh, you actually got a lot of Eagles fans in this area too, and I actually do know a couple of Giants fans. But NFC East, for obvious reason, it's always it's always an interesting division, a dramatic division. Uh, last year, the Cowboys won it at ten and six, Eagles were nine and seven, Redskins were seven and nine, Giants were five and eleven. This year, um, you know, you know, B. Jones, the NFC East has not had repeated division champs since like 0304. and and this year is we're gonna have a different NFC champ. I got the Eagles winning the division. Uh, Carson Wentz health is a bit of a concern for me, but um, I just like the pieces. I think uh, this is a possible Super Bowl contender. When I talk about the Philadelphia Eagles, they still have the defensive personnel. Uh, they have the pass rush. You know, elite players on that side of the ball, Fletcher Cox. Um, and, you know, on the offensive side, they acquired Deshaun Jackson. Still got Zach Ertz. Still got Alshon Jeffrey. I like Jordan Howard, who they picked up, and uh, they also drafted Miles Sanders. Um, and like I said, as a unit, their defense is good. I mean, they have some names, you know, Jordan Hicks, uh, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. I just mentioned, but the team as a whole, I just like. Um, I see them winning the division at about 11 and 5. Uh, Cowboys, I can see them at second place. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. There have been talks about. Um, his contract talks and negotiations have been intensifying, so the Cowboys may get a deal done sooner rather than later. But I got them in second place regardless of when Zeke comes back. I just think this might be the Eagles' year to win it. And then the third place, I got the Redskins. Uh, me and my dad were talking about this earlier. <clears throat> me and you were talking about this yesterday. Um, how Jay Gruden just isn't that guy. And my dad told me, you know, today Jay Gruden isn't that guy too. And I like Jay. And you told me, you know, I think he's, you said, you know, you think he's a good offensive coordinator. And I don't know. I, I just like him. I think he's a nice dude. I think he's funny in the media. But maybe he just doesn't have that 
um, alpha personality. Um, but I like the Redskins to finish third place. I think the defense will be really good. It's tough. Uh, they probably will have a top 10 defense, but um, the offense is just an abundance of question marks. Um, Case Keenum is the starting QB. Uh, they may have some bright spots at running back with AP, Geis, and Chris Thompson if all stay healthy. Um, but at wide receiver, um, they might have the worst wide receiving core in the league. <laughs> straight up. Straight up, man. Uh, they released former first-round pick Josh Doxon today. So it's looking like Paul Richardson is their best wide receiver. Uh, Terry McLaurin, who they drafted out of Ohio State. Um, Trey Quinn, Mr. Relevant from a year ago. Uh, Jordan Reed, if he can even stay healthy, um, which it's always a huge question marks. Just too many question marks on this side of the ball. Which is why I can't see them competing. And Jay Gruden will probably get fired. And last place, I can even see the Giants being better than the Redskins, to be quite honest. Um, but I just don't know if Eli Manning is starting. Uh, Saquon Barkley, probably the only bright spot, spot they have on offense. Uh, I do like Sterling Shepard. That's my guy. Uh, Evan Ingram, I like him too. But I just don't know about the Giants. I don't know about the direction of that franchise. Uh, so, yeah, those are my predictions for the NFC East. Mike, so yeah, um, I'm gonna go with Philly winning the division at 11 and five. I'm a, I'm a huge believer in them. Um, the real, they, the real big question mark from them last year was they didn't really have a consistent running game, and I think they picked up the necessary pieces to fix that problem. Uh, picked up Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders, the uh, young boy out of Penn State. So I think, I think their running game will be solid this year, and I think that'll help Carson Wentz not to carry so much of a load. And I think. The fact that he, I think he came back a little bit too early last season, and that's what led to his health decline towards the end of the season. Also, the wide receiver core is still strong, and they have a, um, they have a, uh, they have a pretty strong defense. A few question marks at secondary just because of health health reasons. Uh, they were pretty banged up at DB last year, mm-hmm. but I think I think they have overall they have a pretty solid defense so i can see them winning a division at 11 and 5 um high on philly dallas i think kind of similar to the bears they're kind of going to take a step back not necessarily but i don't i wouldn't say they caught teams off guard last year but after that amari cooper trade it kind of like put a shot of adrenaline in them and i think teams will be they'll also be playing the first play schedule and i think teams will be ready for the cowboys with that mm-hmm. amari cooper in the offense this year um It'll be interesting to see. It looks like Zeke is going to play week one. That's the speculation right now. If he doesn't, they got Tony Pollard, who looked good in the preseason, but the regular season is a different animal. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But I think Dallas will finish second at 9-7. and seven. Um, The Redskins pretty much hit everything on the head that I need to say about them. Defense is strong, as always, similar to last year. But, I mean, even though they got the rookie Dwayne Haskins, who's not going to be starting the season, they're not really. I, I don't. I hope they don't put him in it at all this year because they're not going to be able to get an accurate assessment of him because the Redskins do have the worst wide receiver core in the league. I mean, Paul Richardson is your number one receiver, and he's not even a lock to stay healthy. So maybe Trey Quinn might be your number one receiver. Who's not? A, who's, not who's not a proven commodity? So you know. Um, the running back core should be pretty solid. I will say I hope Darius Geis is what Redskins fans have been saying where he's going to be. Um, I've been I hope since, so. God, I I've hope hearing, so. I've been hearing since like last October that the Redskins have the best running back core in the league because that's when AP was turning up earlier 
isn't and you know they still have Chris Thompson a good receiver back and they and they were saying because of Darius Geis they have the strongest running back core in the league a guy who hasn't even played a game in the league yet they're talking like he's had a 15 yard 1500 yard season under his belt so I hope he lives up to the hype but um yeah I think the Redskins will finish around probably about six and ten I just I, I, I just don't I mean, and then I didn't even mention Case Keenum, but we already know who Case, who Case Keenum is. We and know the having, real Case Keenum. <laughs> we know. Having, having this wide receiver core isn't going to help them much. So I think the Redskins will finish around 6-10. and 10. I think the Giants will finish at 6-10 and 10 as well. I don't know if we'll see Daniel Jones this year just because they've shown an, an irrational commitment to Eli. Like, they're, they're riding or dying with Eli for whatever reason. I mean, he did bring the two Super Bowls, but, you know, everything comes to an end, and he hasn't shown any flashes that he's going to go back to that form. So that's just a little bit confusing to me. Uh, Gordon takes suspended four games, and then Sterling Shepard is out as well. So, I mean, they got Saquon, but I can't hand it to Saquon 50 times a game. So I think that I don't and the defense still has question marks as well, so I think they'll be around six and ten, not that great of a ball club. All right, for sure. We uh we see eye to eye pretty much on this division. Uh, let's move on to our last division of this 2019 NFL season preview, and that is the NFC West. Um, I kind of already know where you're going because we talked about this last night, but uh, you know, for the sake of the episode, for the sake of the people, they don't know. But um, last year the Rams were thirteen and three, won a division. Seattle was ten and six, second place, made the wild card. Uh, four and twelve was the 49ers, and three and thirteen was the Cardinals. I think we're gonna see a bit of a shakeup. I do got the Rams winning this division, but I don't think it will be easy. Uh, I think the 49ers are gonna be really good. I think they're gonna take a, a huge step forward. They'll probably at least uh, double their win total. Um, but I got the Rams winning it at eleven and five. They will take a step back from the thirteen and three. Um, Todd Gurley's uh, knee is a concern, but I mean, you know, you got Sean McVay, a brilliant offensive mind. Uh, Cooper Cup's coming back. Robert Woods still there. Brandon Cooks is still there. You still got guys like Aaron Donald. Um, defense did give up a lot of yards, but you know, you still have names: Marcus Peters, Akeem Talib, um, Dante Fowler's back. Um, I mentioned to see how they're going to be this year. Um, uh, you know, I, I believe they have all the tools to, you know, to get to the playoffs. But I'm just interested to see, you know, they may have a Super Bowl hangover. So I'm curious about that. But I still got them winning the division. 11-5 and five is uh, about where I got them. Second place, I got the San Francisco 49ers winning, uh, uh, being about 9-7. and seven. Uh, like I said, I believe they would double their win total. I just like the personnel. Uh, Kyle Shanahan uh, has some more weapons. Uh, Jimmy G is going to be back. Hopefully, he stays healthy. Um, we saw what Kyle Shanahan was able to do with guys like Nick Mullins. Um, you know, able to pick up wins with Nick Mullins or and you know stay in games with Nick Mullins. And I like the personnel. I like Tevin Coleman, who uh, you know played under Kyle Shanahan. I like the draft choice of Debo Samuel. They also drafted Nick Bosa on the defense side of the ball. Jalen Hurd, who I think Kyle Shanahan is going to use him in a way, but you still got guys like George Kittle, who was a monster last year, or Marquise Goodwin, who could take the top off of a defense. I think Kyle Shanahan finally has maybe not all of the pieces, but I think he could definitely make something shake with you know the pieces on this team, and the defense is good. Uh, we talked last night. They got D4, Quan Alexander, in free agency. 
Uh, Richard Sherman, they have him still. Uh, Jason Verrett. Uh, you know, a couple of guys with health concerns. But the 49ers, I think they're poised for a big year. So I got them at second place, bare minimum. Seattle, I got them taking a step back from that 10-6 year. Mainly because there's a lot of question marks uh, at wide receiver. Uh, DK Metcalf, they selected in the draft. But uh, he just had a minor procedure. Uh, Doug Baldwin, who was like the heart and soul of their receiving core, he is retired. Uh, Tyler Lockett, uh, he's still there. But, uh, you know, you got the running back core, Rashad Penny. I don't know if he's a bust or not. Chris Carson was good. But, uh, you know, there's still some questions. They did pick up Clowney. I like that pickup for them. Um, I think they'll still be in a mix. I still think they'll be, you know, competitive, a tough out. But I just... I just think the 49ers and Rams are still better. So I got them in third place. And then last but not least, I got the Arizona Cardinals. They were 3-13 last year. They did select Kyler Murray. I like what I've seen from, you know, the Cardinals in preseason. Uh, I think Cliff Kingsbury, uh, he's going to install, you know, what he installed in college. You know, a nice, a nice fun air raid attack. But their defense is awful. Um, so I think their offense will put up points, but it definitely won't translate to the win column. So I got the Cardinals uh, in last place. They were 3-13 last year. I think getting Kyler Murray probably makes them a game better. And also Patrick Peterson is suspended for eight games. Robert Alfred is out. So the defense, they're going to stink. <laughs> Straight up. I can't, I can't sugarcoat it, man. Their, their defense is going to be awful. So uh, B. Jones, what you got? Yeah, so you know where I'm going. Uh I'm gonna pick the 49ers. I'm gonna reach. I'm gonna pick the 49ers to win their division, even though the same injury bug that derailed their season last year has already started. Uh, Nick Bosa is hurt. Jarek McKinnon is out for this season again, mm-hmm. and Jimmy, uh, Jason Verrett, the corner that they picked up that was supposed to be their second starter corner, he's hurt, and Jimmy G has never played a full season. But I'm, I'm gonna stick to my guns. I'm gonna pick the 49ers to win the division at. Uh, 11 and 5. I think they'll catch some teams off guard like the uh, Bears did last season. Still have a lot of talent on the defense. They picked up D4, Quan Alexander, uh, that second cornerback uh, opposite of Richard Sherman. is. Uh, we don't really know who's going to start there. But I think I think they have enough. I think the defense will be solid. And I think Kyle Shanahan actually has a few decent weapons to work with this year. I mean, like you said, he was he's he's been putting up numbers on offense and being competitive with Nick Nick Mullins and Marquise Goodwin as his number one receiver. We got the standout tight end George Kittle. But I think uh, Tevin Coleman is the perfect fit for that offense. And I think a receiver like Debo Samuel um, will kind of kind of add the playmakers that he, he needed to make his offense more versatile. And I'm a, I'm a believer in the Kyle Shanahan offensive system. So, yeah, I think they'll be 11-5. I think the Rams, they'll take a, a slight step back simply because, I mean, that defense, they had pieces last year, but the numbers didn't match up. They, they routinely gave up a lot of points. Uh, Marcus Peters was a liability and coverage. And then, we have uh, we don't really know the status of Todd Gurley. He hasn't played in the preseason. I mean, none of the starters have really played. But we don't we don't know if we're going to see the Todd Gurley that we're used to seeing, or or the Todd Gurley that we saw towards the end of the season that just didn't look right. Uh, they say he has arthritis, which isn't it's not like a sprained ankle or anything. It's not like it's going to get better with time. Um, so 
I think they'll still be a playoff competitive, though, just because Sean McVay knows how to move the pieces around. So I think they'll be around 10 and 6. Seattle, I think they're going to take a slight step back. I think they're going to be 7 and 9. Even with the addition of the Davian Clowney, just like you said, uh, the question marks at the receiver position. DK Metcalf, uh, he's not going to be ready to start the season. Doug Baldwin's not going to be there. I mean, the running game should be decent, but I don't think Russell Wilson's just really going to have, like, that that consistent receiver that he can rely on and go to, which has been Doug Baldwin for the past few years. So I think the defense will be competitive as always, keeping them in a lot of games. But I think they'll be seven and nine. Um, the Cardinals, pretty much with you, I think Kyler Murray is going to be exciting. I'm not sold on Cliff Kingsbury, but I think he'll put Kyler Murray in a position to uh, make some explosive plays and put up numbers on offense. But that defense, it's just it's just going to be bad. Uh, it's just gonna be bad. I think they'll give up a lot of points. So I think they'll be around five and eleven. <laughs> B Joe said it's gonna be bad. It's just gonna be bad. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, you got any final uh, thoughts you wanna add? Uh, nah. I mean, we pretty much got it all out the way. Unless you have something else to add. Uh, nah. I actually don't. Um, I'm just looking forward to a, a you know, fun and exciting. Uh, NFL season. Um, I do got a, a week one preview coming with the 13 0 Phenom Bank. It's going to be coming next week. Uh, but I want to thank everybody for listening. I know it's been quite a while since I delivered an episode for you guys. Uh, you know, I just, I like to deliver you guys the best content possible. And I just felt like giving you guys throwaway episodes was just not, just not the right thing to do. But I wanted to give you guys a bet, the best content. And I'm I'm coming back with a banger. It's a 2019 NFL season preview. So if you got all the way to the end of this, I really want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you guys for all the continued love and support. Because I've been seeing, I've been seeing, you know, I've been getting plays. People been, you know, still supporting the content. And I really appreciate that. People been hitting me up saying, you know, when you dropping the next episode. Uh, well, it's finally here. So if you got all the way to the end, I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank everybody for the continued love and support. This is Mike Curry and B. Jones signing out. Episode number 94 is done. Peace. Peace.